Sweet. Now we're recording. We're doing it. Yay! Yay! Hey guys, this is Person About Town, and we're walking around with Jamie Loftus in Monroe Street. Oh man, it's the best. Okay. So right. let's start walking. All right. So, yes. when did you first move to Boston? Actually, tell people a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Jamie. I am 21. I do stand up and sketch. I've been doing both for like two and a half years, probably. Nice. Um, yeah, and that's my deal. I just gra I graduated from college uh, a couple like a month ago. Very cool. And how long have you lived in the Boston area? I grew up here. I grew up in Brockton, Mass, uh, which you hear a lot of shit about, but. <laughs> But I liked it, and then I moved to Boston for school. Nice. So what about this street in particular makes it your favorite place in Boston? I like it. I, li I like that it's close to downtown, but it's never extremely busy. It's beautiful, and I also like that I, I, I will probably never be able to afford it. <laughs> so it's like it's just a luxury to be around, I don't know, just like a really peaceful place in the middle of the city. All right, can you describe to any potential listeners what you're seeing right now? Oh man, lots of uh, very bougie uh, brick apartment buildings. There's, we're, we're bound to see a lot of uh, fancy, expensive bread dogs on this street. Uh, lots of trees, lots of greenery, and lots of paid gardeners. And that's what you see on this street. It, weirdly, no food. Yeah, there's absolutely no food. I was like, maybe we'll stop for coffee. I don't think there's any coffee establishment anywhere near here. It's weird, though. If you cross over to either street, it's like there's a million things. It's so I used to, when I was in college and I lived downtown, I went to Emerson, I used to like do really late-night walks up and down the street because there's, I mean, I guess it's more dangerous that there's no one here. <laughs> but it felt peaceful at the time. Nice. Yeah. So... What, do you have like any significant memories from those times where you were just like walking around late at night? Um, yeah, there is, I don't know, I, I liked to do late night walks by myself, uh, especially early in college when I, I didn't really like anybody and I just <laughs> needed like the time to go think and I had a horrible roommate and so I just wanted to get away from her. Um, but my favorite thing to do is um, go on a walk here with like, so, with like a friend or I remember the first time I took my boyfriend just like on a walk down this street because, I don't know, it's like weirdly special. Nice. So you mentioned that you didn't necessarily get along with some of the people at your school. What were some of the differences between like you and your classmates? Um, I, I think it took a while for me to f figure it out. Um, but it's just sort of like, it, it was like a class difference that I, it took me a really long time to figure out wasn't something that was like wrong with me. <laughs> Um, like I, I always had to work a lot and I, it would, it was like always frustrating to me, uh, how easily things seemed to come to other people and like st stupidly on my part, it took me forever to figure out <laughs> like why that was. Oh, cause they had money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just was like, I'm just, I'm just fucking up. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to realize that as in like, I'm 28. And I realized that about people suddenly, like, wait a second, this person isn't stressing out. This person, wait, their apartment's really, oh, they have money. Yeah. Oh, it's always when you go to their place or, like, I had a friend in school and, like, we're still really good friends. 
but I visited her house during the summer in like Jersey mm -hmm. and then right away you're like oh okay <laughs> that's why she gets to do all that cool stuff and <laughs> it's like oh god I'm still a little mad at myself it took me that long to figure it out. So you mentioned coming here with your boyfriend can you tell me a little bit about your boyfriend and your sketch group? Yeah uh, yeah the two are very intertwined. Um, yeah, I met my, my boyfriend, Jake, in at Emerson. Uh, we were in the same sketch group, and um, I happened to graduate at the same time that he dropped out. And we were living together and wanting to do more sketch, so we decided we were going to do sort of like a two-person group uh, at its core, I guess, called Divorce Siblings. But a lot of the time we'll like rope in other people to... Do. We've done a, we've done three or four different shows um, since we started up in January. Nice. I didn't know you guys started so recently. Yeah, yeah. We were in our college troupe till the end of last year, and then just needed to, I guess, rename it. <laughs> that makes sense. So, what made you start in sketch comedy and stand up, for that matter? Um, stand stand up. I'm still not sure. I th I think that it was just I was curious about it for a really long time and thought I might be all right at it. So I like agonized over whether I was gonna try it out for like six months. And I finally did it uh, during my semester abroad. And the first time didn't go horribly, so I just kept doing it. Where and was your semester abroad? I went to the Netherlands. Oh, wow, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, and I did it in like a student talent show in a barn, uh, by no means an impressive venue. <laughs> but it went okay, like, I don't know. I remember I told this awful joke about European <laughs> airlines. I don't know. It wouldn't hit anywhere ever again. <laughs> so some people say that Boston is like a more European American city. Like walking down the street and your experience in the Netherlands, how do you think, do you think that's true or not true? Um, I think so. I mean, I think it's, I, I felt pretty comfortable there. I mean, there's always places that you know, like I don't speak any language except English because I'm a heathen. <laughs> so there's always there's like a few countries that you know it was difficult to get around. But for the most part, yeah, I think it's like I I mean I don't know I don't really know a lot of cities outside of Boston that well. It just feels it felt good though. It felt right. Good. Is Boston a city you plan on being in for a long time? Ah uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you but for go? for a while longer. Um, I'm actually not sure. I mean, we went to Chicago. A couple weeks ago and I loved it there and I got to go back for work a couple weeks after that and loved it again even though I got detained at the airport for like 18 hours. Why did you get detained for 18 hours? I don't even know it was like raining and apparently that's enough for them to keep you for 18 hours. Yeah you can't go anywhere. Yeah but then when I got home I was like well I still enjoyed myself so probably <laughs> means I like it. Yeah I think Chicago or New York uh, within the next couple of years. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they do have a lot of sketch in Chicago. Like, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous amounts. So we've walked quite a bit. I'm trying to see if there's any place we can sneak into. Yeah. Not like someone's apartment, but just like a yard or oh. something. Oh, man. Let's you can see. Do some yeah. Like it's too sunny on that side of the street. Yeah, no, this is definitely the place to be. We're on the shady side of the street. <laughs> it's the middle of the day. It's very warm, but not too bad in the shade. No. All right. I so don't know. Everything is so fenced. Yeah. They've got all these fences, and then there are these, like, there's upstairs and downstairs doors, you know? Yeah, yeah. I want to sneak into the oh. downstairs door. Do you think we could do it? I've Let's never just, tried. Let's just walk and see, like, if the police come immediately. All right. There's the downstairs 
I bet an important person lives in every single one of these. Yeah. That's a sign of Shit, wait. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is nice. This is a vestibule. Ah. Uh, so close. Yeah. Who was you? This is uh, Regis. Regis. I don't think he was. No, we're good. We're good. Burns? Yeah, a bunch of cool people live here. I'm never like I hope I don't ever even want to live on this street ever. I just want to look at their dogs. Like <laughs> I don't want to find out any shady shit going on on this street, because you know, like a drug lord lives on this street there is, somewhere. So it, I don't know if it was on this street or Newberry Street. I did uh, know this guy. He was a Russian guy. He had an apartment here. And, I, I mean, he was a lawyer, so he must have made some money. But he set it up in, like, this super weird loft. And, like, he'd have couch surfers. Do you know much about couch surfers? Yeah, yeah. He'd have couch surfers over all the time. Wow. And, like, they'd sleep on the loft, and he'd just sleep on the floor. It was really bizarre. But he, the best ceviche I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. Weird. I've never been, I always wanted to try couch surfing, but I was afraid of getting murdered. <laughs> I've done it quite a bit. And as you can see, I have not been murdered. Wow, have you had any like weird experiences? Um, the only weird experience I had, now you're interviewing me. Uh -huh. <laughs> the only weird experience I had was when I was doing a cross-country road trip and we couldn't put together a host uh, quickly, but we ended up, like someone who had stayed with me, her friend's boyfriend's house. Wow. And it was this like sort of farm in Salt Lake City, sort of, like it was a commune of some sort. It was very strange. There was a lot of pets, and they played music and offered us berries in the morning. And we're like, no, 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 no. We've got to go. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you when it comes down to it, it's not that much more risky than like a hostel. Yeah. I don't know. I've been. I went to one really shady hostel. <laughs> Where? In it was in Milan. I don't know why. Like, I don't really care about clothes, and I don't know what else happened there, but, like, I was like, this is where I'm going to go uh, with my friend, and there were two, I remember there was two hostels, and there was the one we went to, and then the other one was called Scream Hostel, Scream? <laughs> which in Italian, I guess, means something different, but oh, okay. it was very scary, and yeah. so we went to this that one. Like the beginning of the movie, Hostel. Yeah. yeah, so we went to this other hostel, and... Um, got there and it was really hard to find like we thought it was one building but they're like no it's the building behind it and then the second building said no it's the building behind this <laughs> one so we're like three buildings deep and then like we walk into this building labeled like mental hospital or like I don't know like whatever the Italian equivalent of that is which basically scream and <laughs> we went in and it was our hostel but it had like just been converted from oh like God. an institution and the some of the like the big catch was that some of the institution people still worked there and so there was like a what? <laughs> I know like people who were like who worked at the institution or people who had like been residents of the institution and I, they just let them run a hostel yeah well like residents and so I guess it was supposed to be wow. like transitional jobs which makes sense but also the man who was our janitor was not ready for oh, a job. <laughs> he just like sort of stood outside of our door for a really long time. No one was no one was there. We were in like a, a dorm meant for 12 people, but it was just us. It was very spooky. Also, there was, oh God, there was like a gate outside 
and someone explained to us in very broken English that you couldn't leave the hostel uh, after nine o'clock unless you consulted with the man at the gate, but he was sometimes at the bar around the corner, but you had to find him, but he's tall, so you couldn't miss him. Oh, so we just never went out at night. Yeah. Wait, is this an open house? No, it's just saying that there's restoration. Oh. There's an open house. I totally want to go. Oh, we should have browsed. How welcoming is your front door? Wow, that is quite welcoming. All of it. I feel, I don't, I'm still, put, I'm still scared. <laughs> there's going to be a gay-friendly church soon. Oh, really? Yeah. Here? Uh, yeah, on Marlborough Street. Nice. I know, it doesn't seem super accepting, but <laughs> they love it. I think if you have money, it doesn't matter who you have sex with. That's true. That's true. I bet there are some very fancy gay couples on this street. Yeah. Oh my God, here's a dog. That's a nice dog. Yeah. Oh man, that dog's too good for us. <laughs> <laughs> that dog costs like more money than we do. It does. It does. It was nice though. It also probably has better health coverage than we do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's it's doctor cares about it more. <laughs> yeah. Like. If I'm, like, slow all the time, my doctor, I went on Tuesday, they're just like, I don't know, people are just tired. We have nothing to tell you. But if that dog <laughs> slows down for a second, it's getting shots they're of something. Yeah, like, yeah. butt shots. I, I need to call my pediatrician. Wait, what? She's been like, you can't come here anymore. Because <laughs> 21 is, like, the latest you, you can be. And, like, you shouldn't be there. Because it's weird, because, like, he knew me since I, when I was a baby. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know, like, I just don't want to switch it. <laughs> I don't know how to, like, go doctor shopping or, or so I just get scared and then don't do it. But, uh, he, yep. but he keeps calling me. <laughs> Call you, tell you to switch? My 22nd birthday is coming up. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to inspect you anymore. <laughs> I don't know. That's ridiculous. That's hilarious. I know. The last time I went there, they asked me if I was a parent. <laughs> I was just like, all right, maybe, maybe time to go. But not yet. What do you look for in a doctor? I don't. I don't know. I feel like a. I feel. I feel very paranoid about doctors, so I just don't <laughs> want to go to them ever. So I avoid it. Um, yeah. So I guess I. I don't. I don't look for doctors, <laughs> which is bad. And then I get sick, and then it's bad. Yeah. The last time I went to a, a doctor was like last summer, but only because like my kidney was failing. Your kidney was failing? Yeah, I don't go to doctors, so it <laughs> escalates. Well, I'm glad that you ended up going to a doctor and that yes. you're still here today. I'm good. I just needed a new one, Anyone, if anyone knows. Do, do you still need a new kidney? Oh, no, no, no. I, my kidneys oh, ended up being fine. Doctor. You need a new doctor. <laughs> kidneys are all good now. Good. I, drink. I was very concerned that you are just like, no, I'm just living my life. I'm I, just I could die. I could drop dead. I'm looking moment. for a transplant, though. <laughs> thought I'd put the word I out. Have, I wouldn't have gotten that for you. <laughs> I didn't. What if though? That. What if your podcast got me in a, a kidney that I don't even need? <laughs> Just like one on reserve. Someone was like, we like the way she talks. Well, she I said, yeah. You got, you have two kidneys, right? I've got, yeah. Yeah, yeah you do. Because they told me, they're like, you'll be good, but you won't be very healthy. What? And <laughs> like paraphrased. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that'd be kind of pretty intense. Yeah, they 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 too oh, told me. Oh, Clarendon. I was like, you can see yeah. like 
big buildings from here. Yeah, it's like we're next to, we're parallel to like Newbury and then Boylston. Yeah, you can see, what is that tall, thin, reflective uh, building? Uh, Hancock Tower. That, yes. Yeah, I used to take selfies in front of that in high school. <laughs> Got a uh, good history with that building. <laughs> Where would you have to stand to be able to get all of it? Or was it just like a, from way below? It was just, I needed a picture of myself. I'm like, oh, this is blue. Nice. And I don't know. My mom thought it was cool. She still has it on her fridge. <laughs> Let's see. What else is up here? There are bikes. I've seen lots of things just like nailed down or like a ladder like chained. But that yeah. bike's not chained or anything, is it? I'm not going to steal something. Which bed. is crazy, but that's crazy. Okay, wait, it's chained. It's a small chain. Oh, is Oh. <laughs> wait, there's a down... Is that like a tiny downstairs door? Is that a basement? Does, does mm. it just... It's crawl space. <laughs> Why oh, is there... that terrifying. I bet... Oh, man. I wonder how old these buildings are. People have probably, like... Yeah, probably during, like, the... Not that there was the plague in Boston, but, like horrible things happening and just like these little windows where all the light someone had uh, yeah I bet there's some some real haunted shit I love oh god I love ghosts really love ghost stories uh yeah no my cousin you have a favorite ghost story my I I'm certain he made them all up but uh my cousins they used to uh both sides of my cousins or whatever two branches of them <laughs> used to live in the same split level house in Brockton oh, wow. um, and it was like 300 years old and so my grandfather would pass down all these insane stories some of which were true for sure because you could see physical evidence mm -hmm. and then others that you're you know he's probably making them up because he's old <laughs> uh, but there was one story that uh, happened in my in my cousin Tammy's room where she had like this little closet and there was this story he would tell us about somehow I don't know someone got like beat up by her husband and mm. locked in a closet and she scratch tried to scratch her way out but she died <sighs> and you they're like the scratch marks are there they never what know. it's so weird it's like when a, was that I uh like a hundred years ago Jesus it's weird I don't know if I should say that in front of a church I, <laughs> it's the gay friendly church this is they're, the gay friendly church yeah Oh, I love this church. There, I've been I've been to this church once before. The radio station I used to work at does like the broadcast from here, and if you know how to operate audio equipment, they give you twenty five bucks. Nice. Fun fact. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is First Church of Boston. Yeah. Next yeah. To some a Lutheran church. Is it oh, First yeah, there Lutheran is church another of Boston? Oh, this, that's lazy naming. They're all first. What? Yeah. What does that mean? In comparison to what? <laughs> Oh, well, I guess first church in Boston is pretty instructive. <laughs> Lutheran, not so sure. It's the, it's the first Lutheran one. Yeah. It's probably a first Methodist, a first Presbyterian, maybe. I don't, ca I don't care when is it was built. open? Oh, do I you want to go to church? Like it is Sunday. Oh, shit, we shouldn't it just is. walk into a church. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we, can, we totally could just walk into a service. And be like, hey, what's up? What, what are, are you using religion? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what what distinguishes Lutheran from other branches of religion. Is Lutheran the first uh, Protestant one because of Martin Luther? Po possibly. And then, made it, and then Anglican came next, and they were like, we want a divorce, and then, <laughs> yeah. Everyone got divorced. <laughs> the sad thing is, 
I majored in European history. I should know this. Uh, it's like, it's so boring. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I went to a congregational church. What does that mean? I think it's just, I'm not totally, I think it's sort of like a very generic hodgepodge brand of Protestant church. But I was like baptized Catholic and then I went to Protestant church and then when I was 13 my mom was like, you can quit church if you want. (laughs) So I did. That seems reasonable. Did you ever get to go to confession? No, they don't have that. Uh, I I don't think that, I don't know that Protestants do that at all. Definitely not at my church. I like never... I had a crush on my pastor's son because pastors could have sons. (laughs) No, like, because, like, I don't know. Someone's like, you can't ever do confession because you weren't baptized Catholic. Oh, I guess, I guess I could. At any moment, you could just be like, I feel like talking to somebody. How do I prove that I was baptized Catholic? That's true. I could just lie. Do I I need to, like, get confession? Pictures? Because I could, you can slip pictures of any baby. Yeah. And they'd be like... It seems legit. Yeah. Like, now tell me about your crimes or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I've always wanted to because that's always a good scene in a movie. Yeah. And you want to, like, show off when you do bad things. But, yeah, Yeah, I've never done it. It doesn't seem like it would make me want to do bad things less. Yeah. No, it's just, it's, like, bragging. Yeah. Or, like, sins less. Like, some bad things aren't even really sins, like... Being mean to people isn't a sin. Yeah, like sometimes I would, I had some Catholic friends who would always just like, if they hadn't done anything real bad, just like apologize for shit that wasn't that important. <laughs> like I felt jealous of someone because they were better than me. Like, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> They're better than you. <laughs> more dogs. Oh my God, more dogs. What kind of dog is this? <gasps> it's wearing a Betsy suit. I think it's a functional vest, not like a fashion vest. Yeah, I bet he's athletic. We're this at the end Marlboro. of Marlboro Street. I know. What? It's a pretty short street. It is a pretty short street. And they're dead in into the park. Yep, it goes right into the garden. Yeah. So the these, are the, these are the public gardens, not Boston Common proper. Right, right. Yeah. And then gardens are across. Helpful lady. Yeah. Huh. Do you yeah. want to walk either on the other side of the street or around the block? Yeah, whichever you want to do. Okay, let's walk this way. Sure. We could, there's probably food this way too. Yes, and we which can is great. Yeah. Because we were both tired. I oh god. What did you so end up doing after the show last night? I had like two hours to kill. I work this job right now where I work like midnight to six a.m. on Sundays only. Wow. <laughs> it sucks. And so yeah, I was there. But yeah, I just I sort of just had like two and a half hours to kill after my show. And so I just sort of loitered <laughs> at What's your favorite a bar. loitering bar? Uh, I mean, I, I, go, I go to the fields nice. sort of frequently, but we, we, went, we had some under 21s with us, so oh. we went to Tavern in the Square, which is a, a horrible place. <laughs> I've heard that it's a bit date rapey. It's very date rapey. It's impossible to speak to someone oh. at a normal volume. Ew. Yeah. They're All brutal. Right. So now we're on Commonwealth, I guess. Com. Yeah. I don't know. Is there food on Commonwealth? There has to be. I, I feel like by law, but we may want to jump down to Newbury. Yeah, I think there's, there's more. Food. We can hang a left up here. Yeah, let's Just, do it. Yeah. These houses are also fancy. Oh, so nice. Like where I, they have nice drapes. 
I used to live, last year I lived on Commonwealth Ave, but it was so far up uh-huh. that it was like garbage town. Oh. But it was nice to say, like, <laughs> what do you Commonwealth Ave. garbage town? Across the street from Shaw's. <laughs> Where is that? It's like Alston. Oh. It's bad. It was bad. <laughs> we got, but it was nice. I miss living across the street from a 24-hour Shaw's. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, I got caught shoplifting there once. What? Yeah, I was trying it out. I was trying it out. <laughs> what were you taking? I was taking guacamole. And how did you take it that they caught you? I took it drunk, <laughs> which is the worst way to steal from Shaw's. It is very, like, I was shocked. I was about three weeks deep into my career uh-huh. uh, and was like, this is amazing. And our fridge was constantly stocked. I did it with my boyfriend. Uh-huh. Uh, so like we just were like our fridge was constantly stocked. And then I guess uh, we just we got too cocky. He took like a full thing of sushi <laughs> and I got guacamole. And then we're like, we're going to buy chips to like so they won't suspect us. Uh-huh. And then we're immediately caught. But the thing was that the... Security guard, like, followed us back to our apartment door. Oh, shit. And then was like, come back to Shaw's, which I don't think he can technically do. Yeah. He's, but we were scared, so He's, we like, not a real cop. Does he have jurisdiction outside of the Shaw's? Out of Shaw's? Probably not. I feel like it's, like, if you are a foreign, like, if you're not an American and you come to America and you commit a crime and you go back to your country, can they, like, bring you back? I... Yes. Like some, like, like for murder, but not for like. But not for stealing guacamole. Yeah. Like they, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if we had gotten through the front door, we could have just flipped him off and said, forget it. But yeah. So we've got, we got fucking taken down a peg by the Shaw's Corporation. (laughs) They don't ban you from the store though. You gotta eat. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's nice of them that you were able to buy food. For the rest of the time you lived there. Yeah, it was nice. Yay, Commonwealth Avenue. Uh, oh, is this Mass Ave again? No, it's Berkeley. Berkeley. Yeah. I was like, we got to Mass Ave. We got there again. really quickly. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Bedwalk. Yeah. All right. Now we're looking at a church or something. There's so many churches. I think I shot a film at this church. Ooh, really? When? Uh, in film school. Nice. Like a film school film, not uh-huh. like a real film. I'm still thoroughly impressed. Why, thank you. I Uh, technically went to film school. You did? Yeah. Not that I have a film to show for it. (laughs) Don't be fooled. Not like the things, the the resources that Emerson students have access to is greater than the resources that comm students have access to. Which Uh, is crazy because it's so much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. But like ours... I feel like at Emerson, they treat it as like a nice mix of art and business. And I feel like at BU, and I love BU, I rep BU all day every day, mm-hmm. but I feel like there, they didn't know what to do with the film program. Yeah. Like it shares equipment with journalism, but it really should be in a fine arts program more so because it's yeah. an MFA that they're giving out. So, not giving out, they're not just like tossing <laughs> it around. Yeah. <laughs> making it rain MFAs <laughs> over at Com. No, actually they're making it harder and harder to get an MFA. But I really do think, like, if it's a fine arts program, it should be in the College of Fine Arts. Definitely. It shouldn't be the same. We had, like, a separate office for journalism, nice. journalistic stuff. But, yep. Yeah. We're coming up on Newbury. Here's Here Restoration we Hardware, which are. used to be a museum. Really? Yeah. In fact, I thought it was a museum, and then I went and there was, like, people just, like, no, it's a standing there. 
like a guard with like a uh, earpiece, <laughs> and I was like, "What are you guarding history?" I don't know. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a restoration of hardware now. Weird. Three stories of. I mean, it's pretty cool inside. Just three stories of furniture that I can't afford. Yeah. Ooh, I think. Oh no, I'm wrong. What? There was one of these churches I saw Lemony Snicket at once. You saw the film Lemony Snicket here? No, I saw the the person. Lemony Snicket's a person? Yeah. Oh man, I know. Yeah, every, oh, it's like an uh, it's a pen name, but right. Yeah, he spoke at Boston Book Festival. Whoa. I think it was like 2012. And for some reason, a good deal of that festival is hosted in the Old South Church, which is like the street over. Wow. Yeah. Does he look like Jude Law? No. Not at all? Okay. No, he's just like a, a chubby guy from San Francisco. Oh, but cool. I'm obsessed with him. No, it's the cool best. that he got Jude Law to voice him, so no, that's fine. Yeah, I I don't know. It's weird. There's like, I, I have the DVD of that movie. I don't really like it that much because uh, it's like basically it's adapted like very poorly. Oh. Okay. Uh, but there's a great uh, commentary track of Lemony Snicket, and he just like takes a huge dump on the movie the whole time <laughs> because he wrote, I guess, like three drafts of the script and they threw all his shit away. And they just made something else random? Yeah, I, like that happens all the time. They're like, oh, you're, you know, that he didn't have the skill set or whatever to write a screenplay. But that must suck to be told, like, you know, you can't write your own material. Yeah. <laughs> you suck. You, you made a series of very successful books that sold well enough for us to pay you. But, nah, we're good now. But you don't get it, so. Yeah. So we are on Newbury Street. We are. Describe Newbury Street. Describe. Um, it's more more children, lots of bed hats. <laughs> yeah, it's the summer, so there are also lots of tourists. Yeah. Uh, tourists love hats. They do. Yeah. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? I am totally thirsty. Do you want to okay. go to this place? Yeah, thinking cup is great. Wait, do we they pass? More, um, what are those things called? Umbrellas? I don't know. Where's the Oh, I think we need to turn around. Yeah. All right, we'll let these hatted people walk Look at all these hats. Everyone's got a hat these days. I guess they're trying to protect themselves from skin cancer. Whatever. Let it, let it burn. Oh, Wilby Parker. This is where Wilby Parker is. What is that? Ooh, Georgetown Cupcake. I know someone who works there. Really? And so when, yeah, so when she goes, are we in the wrong place? No, I think it's right here. Oh, okay. Uh, when she, when we do shows with her, the whole audience gets cupcakes. Yeah, we did it last night. It's great. Always a good move. Wait, were those the cupcakes that were in the lobby? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, they're Georgetown, dude. They're nice. Some bougie cupcakes. So we're still just recording in the thinking. But I have some other, like, basic Boston stuff. Yeah, no doubt. People can hear us order drinks and whatnot. It's some good atmospheric sounds. I heard that this place is like, or just this chain in general is like a nightmare to work for. I know a few people who have been at different locations and approached the brink of sanity. Jeez. I've heard, wait, there's one off like the other side of Boston Common, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like by Anderson. Yeah, so like a lot of my friends worked there part time and it was not great, I guess. It is very nice looking. It is. Yeah, this sounds very fancy. We got Greek yogurt. Just recording a podcast. Oh. Just in case you're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. All right. Um, what? 
So she's just like, what would pair well? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, sorry, medium would be great. Yes. Space. Do you want to, I don't know if there's, is there space outside with shade? I don't think so. Or will we roast? Yeah. Alright. Sounds great. Gotta do wire coordination. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized there's a hole in my bag. Oh no. Any, I know. That's a quite significant hole. I know. I think that all I lost was menstrual medication, so I'm good. Worst thing to. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. No! <laughs> good junk. <laughs> no. Does it? What happens if a guy takes that? Only positive things. And I know this because every time, like, not that I have lots of dudes sleeping at my house. But if I have had a guy sleep over my house, yeah. uh, and it's like, oh, everyone, we like had drinks or whatever, and he's like, oh, I feel terrible, like, take a mite off. And he'll be like, I don't want to take a mite off, I don't know what's going to happen to me. And I'm like, Whoa. it is just painkiller, aspirin, and something that keeps you from bloating, which are all the yeah. problems of a hangover. So take this, and you're like, Whoa. oh, shit, I can't wait. So now, like, I think people who I've ever dated will all probably take mite off. They should just rebrand the same thing as, like, a hangover cure. That's an, I had no idea. Take it the night before, you don't even feel shit. That's great. Wow. I'm going to become an alcoholic now with that knowledge alone. So that, and I, my boss told me, I don't know why my boss told me this, but he's like, if you're going to drink really, really heavily at about like five hours before you plan on going to sleep, take the five-hour energy and then start drinking. Whoa. It like fixes it all. And so you wake up feeling absolutely fine. Of course, like, you still have to hydrate. Right. Yeah. Wow. I know. I'm like terrible at hangovers. I'm not good at that. Yeah, I just like stopped drinking excessively, which like is good, but also I'm like I'm no fun now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have also stopped. I had I had two Bud Lights yesterday, and I'm like, oh. yeah. When? Why does that happen? When does that start? Yeah, I had like a Blue Moon and something else, and yeah, I woke up this morning and like I don't feel great. Awesome. Or I was like drunk at work on two beers. I'm just like, what is going on? Nice. It's no good. Not that that job is hard. 
Oh, I'm going to go grab the drinks. Oh, great. Think about um, some things that you think have changed in the city of Austin. Okay. And also record anything you sound, think sounds interesting. Ooh, okay. And ice drinks, I feel like they give you a lot of ice and very little drink, so I always get the drink with the ice on the side and then just pour it over the ice. Slick. Very slick. I don't know if they cost the same. If they don't cost the same, it just doesn't make sense as a strategy. <laughs> I feel like ice yeah. usually costs more. Really? Mm-hmm. That's dope. Like that, I feel like businesses are making money hand over fist on ice coffee. Like, you get this much coffee and a lot of ice. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only thing with iced coffee is that it takes more coffee to brew it to make it. I've got I've got that barista perspective. Ooh. Wait, have you been a barista? What? Yeah, a bunch of different places. I've had a lot of I've had a lot of jo- uh, different stupid jobs. <laughs> oh, also, if you get if you get an iced green tea soy latte, uh-huh. if, just in case that's what you like <laughs> at Starbucks. If you get it iced, it's just milk, ice, and then they like, pour the powder in over that. Yeah. So it's just super clumpy, mm-hmm. and it's not evenly mixed at all. So I always get the hot version poured into the ice, so at least it's like, smart. Yeah. At least it's like blended. Yeah. More. Yeah, my boyfriend works at Starbucks right now, so I just started figuring Wait, out what... Does he work at the one at Central? No, no. Which one It'd be he... too close for comfort. Yeah. He works in, in uh, Brighton, mm. here where we live. So in your time in Boston, you've been... Near or around the city your whole life. How yeah. have you seen it like change? What things do you think are like changes for the better? What things do you think are changes for the worse? Um, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like more than I've noticed changes. Although I mean, there's obviously been big changes. Um, has been like how I view the city because I used to really hate it, mm-hmm. and now I am not totally on the opposite side, but like I, I like it a lot better. Oh. Um, but I mean, I think speaking in terms of like comedy, it's like a really good, good ch- time for change in in the city, which is I guess a, the area of the city I spend the most time in. But I think that since I started, and since I started two years ago, anyways, it just seems like people are a lot more receptive. There's more places to perform, and there's more encouraging people and less assholes around, which is great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that, that that like in my world, that's like the big positive, awesome change. Yeah. When you started, were there a lot of people who were just like discouraging and like? Um. I. I mean. I don't think I don't. I think it was partially me because I was scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I only knew like the open mic 
route to start, which is just sort of setting yourself up for being constantly insecure and disappointed. Yeah. I mean, you you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Um, but like we're working through that to an extent, mm-hmm. and then finding or just like being around long enough to find like like-minded people who you're not afraid of, yeah. and who like it is just been like so great. But you don't plan on being here forever. No, I don't. I don't know. This doesn't really seem like an end game location for what I want to do, anyways. Just because there's not. I, I want to. I think stick with sketch. I don't want to stop doing stand up, but I, I like sketch a lot. And there's not a ton of opportunities for it here. So I think it might take a few years and like get really good here or as good as it can, anyways. And then go somewhere where people are where there's just like more. I feel like that's a lot of people's strategy. Like, yeah, I love Boston, but I feel like a lot of people are like, this is my training ground city, and then totally. I go somewhere else. Totally, totally. Yeah. Like, that's at the comedy studio. There's a sign, I think it's from Mike Birbiglia, and it's like, the comedy studio, which is like, it's something to the fact of like, Boston's great until everyone moves to New York. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, this is the best place, to, like, this has the best people until they move to New York. And then, like yeah, and then like, people move out in waves. Which is which is cool uh, and like also strange, but it's good because then you know people who live in New York. Yeah, which is weird. Now I feel like if I go to New York and he'd be like, "Hey, let's hang out," or "Hey, what shows do I need to do?" Yeah, sort of yeah, or at least have someone who has some sort of perspective to offer you mm-hmm. instead of just walking in and just being like, "We'll see." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think of comedy here? Because uh, you lived in L.A. I did, but I wasn't doing comedy when I lived in L.A. Like, I did one open mic, and I was like, okay, well, this is something I could do, but I'm about to move to Boston, so I'll pick it up in Boston, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did. Uh, the open mic was interesting. It was, like, during the day. Uh, it was at a coffee shop. Okay. So there was no booze. Like, I am... I don't drink that much, but it's strange for me to be in an open mic where they're not selling booze. Yeah, like a coffee yeah. that seems like too focused. Where there's like sunlight there, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, thank you. So that's a little strange. Yeah, that but is. But the people were really nice to me, so that's great. That's probably why I picked it back up in Boston versus just like yeah. being like, well, I'm done, never doing that again. Totally. Yeah, I know. If I I know just knowing. And I, it makes me like hate myself for it, but I'm like, if I had not done well in the first time, I probably would have been it. <laughs> that would have been it for me, which is so stupid. But like, how can you expect to be good at something? But it, I don't know, worked out. Yeah. But there are people who I don't know if they've ever gotten great reception, and they just keep doing every it, day keep doing it, keep doing it. I like, I almost like them better. <laughs> really? Because that well, I don't like their their materials terrible, <laughs> but that's like. I don't know. Like, I, w- I wish, I wish that I was less self-aware in that way, so that you can like, yeah, do that. And like, I feel like it would make you do riskier, take more risks in what you do. Because if you fail, you to an extent don't notice. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, what are some like? It's hard to say like, oh, this is a risk I would have taken at this particular point on this particular day. But are there some things that you'd like to try comedically that you don't think would be received well in maybe Boston, but maybe received well in, say, Chicago or New York or something like that? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've over time gotten myself to try more stuff, and a lot of time for the sort of material that I sort of gravitate towards, it's like more personal stuff. Um, and so there was one bit that I did, I started doing it in Boston, and then it was doing okay for a while, and then it stopped doing well. But whenever, like almost whenever I take it to another city, it does do well. Nice. So, I don't know. Like, it's like some sometimes, and you have to like read an audience, because sometimes you're like, this person doesn't want to hear about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Um, which is fine. Um, but like when you have like a, an audience who's down for like some dark stuff yeah. and to like be with like on your level and not like oh <laughs> which is which has happened to me and, yeah which i mean it's sort of what you risk it's not the worst thing in the world for someone to find is your unhappiness adorable but like <laughs> that that happened to me at the boston comedy festival it was like my first festival i ever did uh-huh. and there was like an audible like oh <laughs> not the desired effect yeah like how do you Respond to that. I don't think people say all so much to my stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> not like a noise. Either. It's yeah, it's like a negative noise. Where it's like a, what? Yeah. And then you're just like, oh no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm alive. You're alive. Everyone's alive. I'm just responding, <laughs> like in the moment. I'm like, okay, like just don't, yeah. just don't do that. That's your yeah. I don't know. It's happened a couple of times. I and and. I, the most effective way I found to deal with it is just like, aw, back. <laughs> <laughs> just like look in that direction like, and make a noise. Yeah. Nice. Or like worse, there was, we, we did a sketch last night and there was an audience member who was repeatedly like, what? It was like, stop. You said that out loud? Yeah, like multiple times. It's like two. What? <laughs> that sounds like a cartoon character from the film. Yeah, with like bulging yeah. out eyes. I fuck. Who knows? But it was just to the point where he was gonna say it at some point in every sketch. And I don't even think he was being a dick. It just that's I think his natural. He was just like, I've gotta respond. Yeah. I've gotta know how I feel right <laughs> now. They've gotta know I'm. I've confused at every point. It's important. Or maybe like if I what loud enough. They'll stop and explain it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, oh, shit. <laughs> so like, it's like, just cut it out. I can't imagine, I can't imagine what would have to happen to show, to like elicit that response yeah. from me. <laughs> in I a room, in a tiny room. Like, like you, They can see you. We could lock eyes and did every time he did that. It was so weird. I know how important eye contact is in comedy. But yeah. sometimes if I'm doing it and I lock eyes with someone on a particular joke or at a particular moment, a particular joke, like if I'm talking about like dying babies or something, yeah. like just like this weird moment where it's like I can't look away. I'm looking at you. Yeah, you're just like swapping. I don't even know what you're swapping. Just yeah. a moment. Yeah, a it's moment like, well, in time. Thank God that joke's over. Okay, next joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I should make more of an effort to look at people. I usually just like look at their hairline, <laughs> or not at all. <laughs> Great. Nice. So, any final thoughts on Boston? Any final thoughts on Boston? I really like it here. I, I think. I mean, sort of. I, I think that it's a great place to like start 
stuff and like more I guess like learn learn things mm. it's a great place for learning it's an educational city it is uh, no I mean I, I in retrospect I really enjoyed living here and I'm excited to live here for a little while longer and it's also just nice to be near my fam yeah because they're alright oh this is one thing I asked last time you have one like one month left in Boston what do you absolutely have to do Oh, okay. Um, Besides, like, get your finances together and pack. <laughs> yeah. Besides those things. Oh, I would, I would, it would take me a while to do those things. Um, I would go to the MFA. I really like it there. I would walk up and down Marlboro Street a lot. Nice. Uh, I would visit my, with my family a lot, uh, or have them come in the city and probably help me pack. Nice. Um, what else? Where would I go for food? I would go for wings at the Avenue. Um, and it's great. It's a good place for wings. Um, I'm trying to think. I would just, I think I would just walk around a lot and go everywhere with my college ID free that I could <laughs> nice. while in college and uh, yeah, to, and, and see all my favorite shows and people before Very I left. Cool. Yeah. Where are the locations of some of your favorite shows? Um, well, I work I work at Improv Boston, so that's sort of like a first stop for me. But I mean, there's so many great you know weekly shows around the city that I would want to go to just to like see people yeah. and and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe skip open mics for this <laughs> month. Not trying to feel terrible. Right. So makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, yay! Thanks so much, Jamie. Yeah, of course.